0: And we're back for another evening edition of... What's the channel called? Cast and Pods, left and right.
1: 59-59. Brought to you in part by... Anchor. Oh, there you go.
0: We still haven't... uh,
1: Anchor. We still haven't
0: (laughs) nailed that that high-paying sponsorship yet. Which one? Any one. Oh. Don't get me wrong, I really appreciate the Anchor sponsorship But oh, yeah. wouldn't it be cooler if you like got paid five bucks every time your ad got listened to <laughs> Instead of a penny
1: no. I'm not greedy, I don't care I, got I mean, I, we got
0: plenty <laughs> We got that McDonald's dollar menu budget right now And uh, the coffers for the podcast So, yeah We need a nice lunch, we'll go up to Mickey D's.
1: What do we got, like six bucks now? Six bucks, yeah. Well, that's like three cheeseburgers. A piece. Yeah. We might have to use it one day, you never know. Yeah,
0: I don't know, man. We never have time to I'm thinking to about the just tunnel, so. getting a skirt and going <laughs> around and selling chocolate bars. Oh, God. Would you like to support my troop? (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not going to get a skirt. Ain't going to happen. But I might try to sell you a chocolate bars. Yeah. I have to start a second job just to like. There's always cows out
1: right here. Always. Are those gusses? Yeah. I think I don't think I don't think that one was his I don't know I didn't ask (laughs) well no I know that he had he was running Cows right there for a while yeah
0: but yeah so eventually we're gonna get that sponsorship man yeah we're gonna get that number one top super awesome double special sponsorship
1: yeah you know what's nice what's up this morning, when I spilled all my taco sauce or my my Tabasco <laughs> sauce on me, yeah, I smelled Tabasco. I was gonna, gonna say it acted as a natural deodorant. Yeah.
0: There's worse things to spill on yourself for sure, like
1: diesel For gas. I would rather have diesel on me than gas. Gas sucks,
0: Gas is the worst. Gas dries your your skin out. Diesel, oh, real bad. I mean, like, I got on my shoes one day because I oh, yeah. overflowed out in the yard. And that whole day, all I could smell was, like, baskets of rotting eggs. Yeah, and you're just, like, Man. getting high off of it. Yeah. I can personally tell you it's an absolutely terrible idea to spill recycled oil on yourself and then not do anything to wash it off. Yeah. I just thought one day, I was like, I'm just going to have to roll it today, I ain't got no time. Mm-hmm. Went to go see a Liam Neeson movie, and I don't remember what movie, but I remember that it was a Liam Neeson movie. I think it's unknown. We're going to go watch it in theaters, and I was sitting in there for about five minutes, and I looked at Kane, and I was like, I have to go. I have to go. Got to the top of the steps, and I called my uncle, I was like, man, can you come pick me up and take me to the hospital? like, yeah, what's wrong? And I was like, I spilled some stuff on me earlier, and I didn't clean it off, and had like some, they gave it some classification of chemical poisoning, but man, I felt bad. <laughs> it's huh. never a good, I don't think there's a good classification of chemical poisoning, but no, no. don't recommend trying it. Ain't fun, kids. Scenarios, like oh yeah, maybe we should do some more death matches. Oh yeah, I forgot about them. Yeah, well let's do like legit death matches, not like an Eskimo versus uh, whatever we did last time. I mean it wasn't a bad matchup, but a- Aborigine or whatever. I don't remember what it was, but like we got to think of some legit ones, like. Okay. Green Berets versus Navy
1: Seals. I don't know. I don't think that... I don't know. Really be.
0: I mean, I know it would never happen in real life, but... I I can't really say one way or the other what would be more... Well, that's who like, would be closer at winning because you got... Some dudes that are extremely above and beyond that were in the Green Berets back in the day. Oh, deer.
1: <laughs> That's a buck deer, too.
0: Oh, that was a little tiny guy.
1: Oh, oh. When I was hauling snow today, I was up by a... Uh, Hillcrest. Mm-hmm. I saw a three-legged deer. No way, that thing is still alive? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was up there when we were doing the job at the college... I can't believe that thing's still alive. That was interesting. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, there was a lot of good soldiers in the Green Berets back in the day, and there's a lot of good soldiers in the Navy Seals. Well, they still have Green
1: Berets. Pretty or sure. it's just Special Forces now. Oh, well... Like Army Rangers. Well, <sighs> see, like, you got the Special Forces of the Navy. You got the Special Forces of the Marines. You got the Special Forces of the Army. Yeah. And, like... I'm sure they have a little bit different training and different equipment, but the majority of it is pretty much the same. Yeah. Like, I don't see... I
0: think that would be a battle that would honestly come down to luck. Rather than
1: skill. It would probably just be like a... Timing? Yeah. Yeah.
0: hard to say. You know? <laughs> it's really hard to say.
1: And like I don't have all the facts either. Like I don't have like I mean, I know that like they have to go through certain courses and stuff to even be Become a SEAL after they're already in the yeah. Navy. You know what I mean? Like, you go through boot camp and then you go to special boot camp. Whatever it's called. I forgot what it's called. But SEAL training? It's called something. But I, I know, I just call it. Called.
0: Yeah, you know. Boot camp volume 2.
1: Well, it's like <clears throat>
0: boot camp version 2.0. Boot camp redux. Oh, I don't know. That was just one off the top of my head. I've,
1: it's hard to say. It's really hard to say. You no, know, like, if you were to be like, who could swim better, I'd probably say Navy SEAL could probably swim better. Probably. But, I mean, then again, I don't know any of the green braids. Like, they might be Olympic swimmers. Let's go
0: ask Uncle Scott who yeah, would right. win. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. All right, so let's go something
0: a little bit more in our backyard. Who's winning between the Apaches and the Comanches? Apaches, dude. <laughs> I mean, it would be a heck of a fight, but them Apaches <laughs> are, worth some like crazy, crazy good fighters. The Comanche were too, but No, I know that, but I mean the Apaches man, they were just ferocious.
1: I think they kinda had I feel like they held their cut above. Yeah, I, I feel like they held their candle a little better to like the I guess like during the Indian Wars, like yeah. the settlers and stuff, like they held their own a little bit better than the Comanches, I feel like. Yeah. Cause I mean, what was it, like nineteen hundreds and they were still Late like late eighteen hundreds, yeah. like eighteen fifties, like after the Alamo, the Comanche was pretty much. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't quote me on the facts. I'm just. Yeah. No, for really, sure. For I get sure, what you're but saying. Like Geronimo was. A lot more recent than anything I've heard about Comanche. You know what I mean? Now who would win
0: between the Apaches and the Crows? Because the Crows were like the legit up north tribe. Well, the Sioux and
1: the Cheyenne. Sioux and Cheyenne. Crow. Blackfoot. I mean. I don't know. I feel like the the Cheyenne like dog dog soldiers. Mm-hmm. They were like the they were like the Navy SEALs. Native American warrior. America. Yeah, you know, like I mean, I feel like they were pretty, pretty talented. That's for sure. Well, and then like I don't know, you got to think too. Like, where are you, where are we, where are we facing these people off at? Because down here you got like desert, up there you got mountains and plains. Yeah, and that's a very territorial thing, too. Yeah, and so, you know, I feel like it, I feel like, I honestly feel like the one that would win would be the one that... It was on their home turf. Yeah, on their own turf. Yeah, so basically, if anybody came down to fight the Apaches down here, Cause like they're like, the, the Apaches, like, they knew where all the water was. They knew, you know, they they knew how to survive in the desert with nothing. Yeah. And I don't really know, I don't necessarily know if, like, the Cheyenne or the Sioux could come down here and survive the same way yeah. as the Apache.
0: Which same goes the other way around, but...
1: Yeah. No, well, no, I'm, I feel like the, honestly, I feel like the Apache would probably... Do alright. Do pretty good whenever they have shelter, forests, water everywhere. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Like... So, I I guess I'd have to say Apache. Apache's probably taking cake, huh? Yeah, because if they can survive in what, you know, the conditions they survived in compared to, like, the Sioux and and Cheyenne, like, yeah, the Apache might freeze his ass off, but I'm sure he'll,
0: you know. Yeah, but
1: I mean, that would also
0: eventually boil down to, like, numbers. Also, I mean, like, if you're being technical, because you think about it, in the Civil War, and I'm not taking sides here, in the Civil War, the Confederates were actually, like, more apt to win than the North. But the North had firearms superiority and they had numbers.
1: Yeah, they had... Well, they had the manufacturer Yeah, of I mean, Henry. Colt? Yeah, Smith & Watson. Yeah, they had the manufacturers, so... Yeah, we had, like, flintlock pistols.
0: <laughs> Ball and powder. Six-shooters. Well... Down this way, I mean,
1: like... That's what they had on the North, too, but... Yeah, but at some point, the North got better guns. <laughs> well, I mean... See that's kind of hard too because there was a lot of people from the north that thought on the south and a lot of people in the south that fought for the north yeah it, it was just what their beliefs were you know what I mean
0: yeah and my family like the Shockley stuff that was both sides and I think realistically unless your family's been like deep, deep south for a really long time I think you probably had family on both sides of the fight but even deep south there was family on both sides oh yeah man, I don't that would not have been the time to be a young man that's for sure Or an old man any kind of man, yeah That would just not have been a time to be around. I'm glad I didn't have well, to.
1: Well, and then, like, that. a lot of the generals and captains and majors and stuff like that, they all went to school together at West Point. Yeah. It's like they all knew the same tactics. Yeah, I think the only edge that the South held, like, tactics wise,
0: was <laughs> run and gun and get out of there
1: guerrilla warfare style man well see there was guerrilla warfare style on both sides too No, I know I'm just saying I but think. like the, the majority of it it like pretty much what it boils down to is the north had there like been a proven fact there were more people in the north at that time, like you got New York, and Pittsburgh, and Boston, and all, all, the, major all the major cities. Major cities really. And then you just had pretty much farm boys and stuff. Yeah, down south, like they. I mean, I mean, there were major cities, but not like New York. Yeah, for sure. And stuff like that. So, like, and then you got the really weird states mixed in there, like New Mexico. Yeah, like what was up with that?
0: weren't either or. (laughs) We were just like, you guys... Yeah, but the
1: north and the south fought here.
0: No, I know, which is weird that nobody in New Mexico picked a side. Everybody was just kind of like, um... You know, this doesn't really affect us. Uh, You guys go ahead. Which, there was a major battle here. I mean, like you said. But it wasn't really... Yeah, But it wasn't really, like was It like wasn't a,
1: really strategic in any sort yeah, of way. No. It was mainly just because oh, well, of the supply trail. Fighting, so.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, and there was a big supply chain that came through Glorieta. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see that attack, but I just, I don't know, man. It's tough to say, but with any situation on the battlefield, it's eventually going to boil down to numbers. Yeah.
1: Numbers I mean, and firepower, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean I've seen some pretty astronomical cases throughout history of people overcoming numbers a lot of times. But like let's just use Leonidas as an example. Three hundred Spartans <laughs> like they did some dirty work on the, on the Persians, but there's no way they were going to hold off that whole army by themselves.
1: Well, and that's another it's thing, It's not too. possible. The north pretty much had a military already yeah. established. The south like kind of just on threw on one together and tried to train them. Yeah, they're kind like... Kind of. You, you know what I mean? You take your
0: musket, you pawn it at the other guy, and you pull.
1: Yeah. So, that that's... That was you, the, have, you have professional soldiers yeah, on the north yeah, side, yeah, for sure. and then you have just, like, the everyday <sighs> farm boy who picked up a gun to go fight for what he believed in. So, like, there's a difference there, too. There's definitely X factor. And that's, like, the thing with, like, the 300 is they were taught from, like, the age of six. Before that, man, if you weren't, if you got
0: examined as a baby... And they were like, I don't think this kid's gonna be a good warrior. they punting you off a cliff. Like, dang. Chill out, Sparta. Yeah. Give some people a chance.
1: Well, but that's Watch the thing though. Like, like, right S- like Sparta, and like the Spartans, and the 300, they were trained their whole lives to be warriors and they were good at what they did oh yeah they were excellent at what they did exactly that, that was their job like their whole entire life so you got 300 really trained people against the Persians which I'm sure they were probably yeah they had the
0: immortals that obviously weren't really immortal but they were good soldiers yeah but I mean it's I mean historically real life is not like 300 the movie I don't think some of that stuff happened in real life and I think actually historically it was more than 300 Spartans but you know poetic justice and everything yeah or poetic license I should say but yeah there's there's a lot of big X factors in any situation but I didn't think about that earlier but yeah the north did have a fully established military I mean, I think the South might have had them on accuracy on some points, but um, I mean, I don't know. It's tough to say. Tough to say because I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, to be objective about the whole thing, there are, there are scenarios that the South could have won. The South did win a lot of stuff. No, That's what I mean. Like, it could have gone either way, but the North just had better stuff, better training, better supplies. The North
1: already had their cannons and their Gatlin guns and, you know, all their artillery and and they already had all that. Up North had a lot
0: more options of where they could get supplies and, like, provisions and stuff. Yeah. And medicine, which is a big one. Mm Mm-hmm. But the South, I mean, you pretty much had like what Atlanta.
1: Yeah, I think New Orleans, New Orleans, stuff like maybe that. Austin. But I mean, the North had established trade routes. I don't think the South had. I mean, we had trade routes. but, but They not have like caravans and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, like they didn't have actual trade partners like the French and the. Which I don't. I don't know if they did or not. But um, just assuming things. I'm just, well, I'm assuming that whenever they started fighting each other, pretty much they probably had the same trade partners. So the trade partners pretty much had to pick a side. Yeah, and you gotta think
0: that scenario. Most of your trades probably coming through the north, anyways. Yeah, that's where all your big harbors. Yeah. We I mean, probably had a couple down south, but nothing major. That's the thing you got to think of, too, like, for future stuff, like, if the world goes the way of my Fallout games, you know, like, and we go to war with China, that's one thing we're going to have to be prepared to contend with is massive numbers. Massive numbers. not only do they have a pretty large military but being a communist country they could also just go in there and be like alright if you're old enough go pick
1: up a rifle yeah spray and pray and they pretty much have Russia to probably back them yeah I don't know man Russia's
0: funky I don't know which way they would go I would assume China but I would just hope that some of our allies in that situation would be like alright man we got your back
1: well I don't know the way it's going now. They might be like you guys are too far gone <laughs> bye bye
0: I don't know man just scenarios that could arise in the future I don't know but I don't like being so many trillion dollars in debt to China that don't sit right with me we could, literally. I realize it would impact the global economy and whatnot, and the stock markets and all that. But there's literally no reason we can't manufacture our own goods in this country. Yeah,
1: no. You're
0: that's, telling me there's not one person in America that can make a teddy bear?
1: That's, we have Build-A-Bear well, Workshop. <laughs> that's what I mean. If I've been saying this our military back line our coast with our navy quit trading with people that we don't need to yeah
0: which yes there's kickbacks for trade and all that stuff I understand that but and you know I'm not saying cut off all trade I'm not but maybe let's just not be so reliant on everybody else exactly when we have the capabilities to do it in this
1: country. <clears throat> like oil. Well, but that's the thing though. The government's shutting everything down. Like, if they would open mining back up and logging and... Which I think mining is like, you have to have permits and shit like that for... But, like... We could build our infrastructure a lot more. Yeah. If they weren't so asernine about every little thing we do. Yeah, the you know government what I mean? like does this. kinda have everybody by the
0: cajons, you know? Yeah. On just about everything. Um just like me and Bruce were talking today. So like if I don't get the insurance coverage that I need here pretty soon for my daughter, her therapy appointments that she has to have. It's gonna end up costing me like twelve grand a month something she has to have 12 grand yeah okay. that's not right that's what I mean like people will find a way if it's a necessity you're gonna pay out the whole for it man mm-hmm. that's like water why do we pay for water that's the dumbest I mean like I could understand you know paying a small annual fee or even like a small monthly fee just for water treatment purposes but as much as you pay sometimes it's pretty ridiculous mm-hmm. like literally our infrastructure is supposed to be paid for by our tax dollars yeah so if our tax dollars are already covering all this infrastructure work They're not. why are we paying every month things to think about, folks. Things to think about. And on to a different subject that I thought about today. Let's get away from all the sadness in the world. What movie would you like to see a sequel to? I watch I already have sequels, but yeah. I'm thinking too. I had one in my head earlier. Now I can't remember. let see here. I would like to see a sequel to the Cowboys. Yeah. I'd like to see how life pans out for all the kids.
1: I know one of them became a professional. Cowboy. Ironic. Mm -hmm. Clay O'Brien Cooper. World champion team roper. And calf roper, I think, too. Like the actor? Yeah. I'm talking about the people in the movie, not not the actors. (laughs) Oh. I'm just saying I know that's That's pretty cool though Cleo Brian Cooper was in the Cowboys He's a little midget kid Oh yeah? Barnes. (laughs) No. His dad lives in Bloomfield.
0: Tommy Barnes. No. Roger Barnes. Rachel Barnes? Bobby Barnes. I can't
1: remember his name.
0: Well, anyways. So, since we can't really think of a lot of sequels, um, let's go into. Let's rank some John Wayne movies. Let's do that. them? Yeah, what's your number one?
1: My number one John Wayne movie? Yes. I have to Talk. I am in agreement on that one, sir. Love that one. Number two.
0: I would say probably my second would be Big Jake. Big Jake's big. Actually, scratch that. My second would be Rio Bravo. Rio Bravo, yeah. My third would be Big Jake. And then the Comancheros. The man who shot Liberty. The man who shot Liberty Valance. Uh, uh, I just had one in my head. Rio Lobo. Rio Lobo. That's actually a good movie. That is a dang good movie. That part's so jacked up at the end. Yeah. Like, why are you going to kill the Duke?
1: He's got so many good ones.
0: The Green Berets? Green Berets, yes. Is it the Fighting Tigers or the Flying Tigers? The Flying Tigers. That's a good one. Oh, what's the other one? Uh, it's one of his old black and white ones. The Sons of... Sons of Katie Elder? That's not black and white. That's colored. No? no. Maybe that's not the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. That's a good one, though. Sons of Katie Elder. <laughs> oh, I know it's not black and white, but...
1: Yellow ribbon. She wore a yellow, she wore ribbon. A yellow ribbon. Are you talking to... Red River? Maybe. I want
0: black and white. All I remember about the black and white one right now in my Brian my Brian. (laughs) Right right now in my Brian. (laughs) 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 That there's a scene where he rides up to the barn and hitches his horse and there's a dude inside waiting to shoot him. It's like on some lady's ranch house. Talking about Hondo? Maybe. I don't know, maybe I'm getting my movies confused Which does happen Stagecoach (laughs) Stagecoach, yes There's a good story behind that But That's probably the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life Six weeks after the conversation In the middle of the day I'm not even paying attention I'm back there stacking feet Stagecoach Oh hey, (laughs) what's the name of that movie? Probably Rio Bravo ranks up there so high for me just because of the songs.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's got Stumpy in it. Good old Walter Brennan. Ricky Nelson. Ricky Nelson, Dean Martin. <clears throat> Rooster Cockburn, True Grit. Oh, Rooster Cockburn, yeah. yeah. Dang, I know we're forgetting about 6,000 of them. the remake? Nope. I refuse to. It's not terrible, but it's not great.
1: The part that got me was... When he's talking like that? He He had a... He had an eye patch but he was shooting with the other... like.
0: has nothing to do with John Wayne but if you want to watch a real good western Once Upon a Texas Train
1: oh yeah Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash Yeah, they redid Stagecoach too. Did they? mhm like Willie Nelson? yeah Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash Christopher Soberson, Willie Jennings
0: dang there's another one I think it's called like Outlaw Trail it's got Travis Tritt and all those guys last like a whole three seconds in that movie uh, over the hill gang <laughs> fire it, will fire at who but you can't beat a movie that's got Drago in it Drago's like one of the best parts of a Clintuck. That's my favorite part of that movie. People,
1: back when you was nice people. <laughs> I'm the Ramrock. I'm the Ramrock right here. <laughs> and uh
0: Mr. Burnbomb's pretty cool. Yeah. One of my favorite ones is Bunny. <laughs> my favorite one though off of Rio Bravo is probably Carlos. dress. Consuela, she asked me, who's the dress for? Sightower so is for the lady. So, Consuela, she hated me. <laughs> They're just all good movies. I don't think John Wayne put out a bad movie. Silent Man. Yeah the one about boxing Yeah That's a dang good movie Speaking of Irish You know what Jim I discovered Like a couple years ago And I haven't watched it since then But I really really want to Gangs of New York hmm. That is an excellent movie Old school gangs Yeah like the Irish versus the Americans Started immigrating to America. Yes, sir, that would be the one. Now it's like a real deal. Holy feel, that happened. watched more recent Ranger got a lot of bad reviews, but I thought that was a real good movie. I love
1: that movie. That's one I wish they'd make another one. For sure, that would be a great sequel, man.
0: I remember listening to that radio show all the time. Hi-ho, Silver,
1: away. Yeah, what's the other one? Uh, Hop along, Cassidy. Hop along, Cassidy.
0: Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. That's a good Western, too. Heck yeah, it is. Appaloosa? I've never seen that. But I heard it was real good. Pretty good. I'm trying to think. I know there's more that I've seen. Okay, well, the one I watched the other night that I haven't seen since I was a kid and it brought back so many memories and it still doesn't disappoint the Mask of Zorro. Oh, yeah. Dude, that is probably one of the greatest movies ever made. I love that movie. Yeah. stay up <laughs> I remember this clear as day I would be up at Papa Johnny's all the time I would stay up with him until like one o'clock in the morning because we would watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and then the old school Zorro show would come on
1: hmm. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is that old? no like the original Mickey
0: Mouse Clubhouse like
1: where it was like black like the and movie white theater?
0: mm-hmm no it was like black and white sometimes they showed cartoons and there was like real people and old school stuff man hmm. real old school I'm trying to think of other things that I've watched Lonesome Dove obviously it's a great movie it's a great record it's the greatest That's it's a darn good movie was another one I watched not that long ago and I can't remember what it was. It was a western and it was newer
1: and it was pretty bueno. You know what shows really good too? What's that? Hell on Wheels. I haven't watched
0: that. You need to. There's a lot of shows I need to check out but my brain's like constantly stuck and forged in fire every night. Maybe I need to become a blacksmith. There you go. Huh? So there you go. I would be a terrible blacksmith because I'm so used to falling asleep to the sound of it. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like the first day and I'd have to get my hands repaired surgically. What happened to you? I fell asleep while I'm reading my forge. I think we ought to give that a try for the YouTube channel. Forge a couple blades. Yeah. Guest starring Michael Munkers. <laughs> that way he can show me the Hoosker Do's and the Hoosker
1: Don'ts. Yeah. I don't know if he's still doing that.
0: signals for a reason on the signs. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you watch the Smurf movies? Uh-uh. They're pretty good, you should check them out. Like the real ones or the yeah. like old ones? The real ones. Like well, you know what I mean, the real ones. You mean Smurfs are real? can neither confirm nor deny same as Bigfoot precisely I would like to see a movie about Bigfoot why don't we just produce one we should (laughs) dude we should do like an actual documentary make it look like a for real documentary like finding Bigfoot and we actually find Bigfoot and then we just sit down and interview him Mr. Foot, what's it been like for you all these years? It's uh, It's been pretty hard, I'm not going to lie. Like, Why does he sound like Batman? Because <laughs> he's rugged. We could make him sound like whatever. Make him sound like Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Evading the authorities for this many years has been
1: taxing on my soul. So I watch this one guy on YouTube, did I tell you? I don't know. Oh, well anyways. There's a lot of guys on YouTube. I watch this guy on YouTube, but he's a a guide in like Alaska. Oh, is this about where he saw the shadow? Well, yeah, but he's got a whole bunch of stories about Bigfoot. And like where he's at, wherever he's located... He's like, oh, yeah, like, there's been so many sightings of Bigfoot, like, here that it's not even funny. Like, we I just, should go I to there. go wherever that is and go see.
0: <clears throat> we'll just go on, like, a four-day expedition. See if we can't gather any evidence.
1: I feel like that'd be expensive.
0: If we can't find the natural habitat
1: of the Bigfoot himself. Yeah, I feel like the problem with Bigfoot is when people go looking for him, they don't find him. No, I think it's they, a like, happy stumble accident. upon him, yeah. they're like, whoa. Well, what if, what, I don't know. It could be a her, I don't know. <laughs> you know what we should do then? We should go to wherever that's
0: at. Just re- go walk into the woods, like, really loudly. Be like, I sure do hope we find those woodpeckers. And they'll, like, pop up and be like, I wonder if they're going to find them. <laughs> and then we would see him.
1: <clears throat> I don't know if that would work. If we start yelling in the woods, it would probably run.
0: The ones that really don't convince me that much are the ones where they're supposedly getting attacked by Bigfoot.
1: Because there's never, like, super clear footage. Well, what I don't understand is how people haven't stumbled upon, like... Old foot. Like like a like (laughs) grandpa foot? Well like a carcass or like a body. Burial grounds, bro. Do you think the other feet like
0: bury them or what? I think so. That's my theory anyways. I don't know though. I would like I would like that mystery to be solved in my lifetime. Like 100% confirmed he's real or not real. But I'm just saying, I
1: think if you confirm he's not real, there's still going to be people that think he's real. I mean, it's like listening to some people's story. It's like, obviously they think he's real because what they saw, they can't explain it. Yeah, And that's where you kind of run into like the confirmation bias
0: like you already are inclined to believe that situation so you're obviously going to lean towards that explanation yeah which happens a lot with things you can't explain just like that night I heard the mountain lion outside my house screaming at the top of its lungs I was like oh god La Llorona's coming for me but it wasn't I also have to remember that I'm not a child so I don't think she would be that interested in me no, she might get me just for the fun of it but I sure would like to think not that's something I don't care if it's ever confirmed or denied I believe in that 100% <laughs> yeah I think if you're from this area it's just burned into your brain I think once I found out about that story in, like, fifth grade, which was not a good look on my English teacher, because there was, like, 17 kids that could not go to sleep for about three weeks. Yeah. But, uh, when I found out about that story, you know, Mom and Grandma always told us to stay away from the ditch, where the ditch monster will get you. Yeah. My little 10-year-old, 12-year-old brain was like, oh, my it all makes sense now yeah she's in the ditch I'll tell you one thing buddy I've never been in that ditch when there's water in it not one time in my life nope me either I've never even considered that (laughs) fact I haven't either (laughs) all you gotta tell me is there's a ditch monster and I'm like "Ah, you know I'm good super duper good right now went in it when it was drained and i couldn't get back out because the sides were covered in mud oh yeah somebody help me she's gonna come out of the grate is that why you were so scared yeah dude i was like freaking out i was like all right she's in there she's in the culvert she's listening to me struggle she's coming Which, if you people don't understand why we're afraid of La Llorona, I wish I could explain it to you. But it's a fear that is only put into you if you live in New Mexico, I think. Yeah. Or maybe part of Arizona. Maybe Texas. Maybe Texas. But around these parts, we fear La Llorona. It's just what we do. I remember that same year, she showed us that story. And it was read like dramatic reading style on a recording. So it was like extra duper creepy, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there was the one, I don't remember if it's girl Allan Poe, but there's like a dead dude that somebody chopped off his toe and he's looking for it. What? And like, you can hear the footsteps of the dude on the tape on the recording. I fell asleep that night, and I swear, the moment my head hit the pillow, that was all I could hear, was somebody walking in the gravel outside the house, even though we didn't have gravel. I was like, dude, he's out there. He's out there right now. (laughs) I swear, if he comes to the door, I'm going to blast him. (laughs) Like, that's going to do any good. do Some research on what's that and like really research it and then do like maybe a couple episodes of it. What's that? It's like the subculture of people that like practice being vampires. Am I well, like why do they do that? Not necessarily why, I get why, but I don't. I just would like to know, know more about it, you know.
1: Well, I'll find out for you when I go to Louisiana.
0: Yeah, there's supposed to be a big werewolf thing down there. Yeah. And Just keep an eye really. when you go on the swamp tour. Keep an eye out for the ears poking up out that swamp water. that' going to be Luke Garu. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what Luke Garou is? He's a Cajun werewolf. He'll kill
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> <Kill> you <ya> dead. <laughs> All righty. I think
0: that will pretty much wrap it up for the Thank you, sports fans. And we'll be back tomorrow night. Yeah. No. Well, I'll be back tomorrow. You'll be back Friday, maybe. Yeah. I made myself a great character. <laughs>
1: I made break.
0: Mm. Why? in oh, the world? like, I got bored, so I just decided to move all the vehicles. Yeah. She didn't move
1: my truck, though. Huh, well.
0: All right, that's going to wrap it up, guys. We will uh, be back at you Friday. I'll be back at you tomorrow with some short episode. Yep. All right. Toodles. toodle Toodle-doo.